everybody and welcome to another web3 wednesdays huge apologies for not being here last week and making you have to deal with i believe omar was attempting attempting to replace me but i am back for this week first i would like to disclose that this podcast is brought to you using blockchain technology <laughs> <laughs> it's not this is memes <laughs> and we are joined as always by my co-host gaspode gaspode say hello hello <laughs> fantastic gaspode bringing the high impact energy as always so this week we are going to be looking at proof of community featuring earn alliance and we have earn alliance's very own coop so coop could you start us off by letting us know a little bit about who you are i'm a dude that presses the keyboard and things happen it's pretty awesome Man, your energy is wild. I was I was just like trying to get a voice and like this is a whole nother level. So give you guys a genuine response here. I'm Coop. I've been exploring programming since the age of nine, been making games for twenty years. It's been awesome. Everything from PC games, mobile games, everything but console games. I'm sorry, I'm not an Xbox or PlayStation player, but I'm really hardcore and everything else. MMOs, first person shooters, RPGs, RTS, you name it. It's been great. Um, went engineer, turned product, turned entrepreneur, done five companies, sold two, and now we're doing Earn Alliance. And I think we're going to dive deep on what that even means. So I'll stop there. Very impressive. And I, too, as someone that does not often play on consoles, appreciate that you are sticking to PC Master Race. We are glorious indeed. So my next follow-up question is, you've touched on it already, now you are doing Earn Alliance. For anyone that is in here that somehow does not know Earn Alliance or doesn't even have the faintest clue on what you were talking about, could you give us a brief summary, doesn't have to be too brief, on what Earn Alliance is? I like it, man. You're, you know, some hosts, they say, give me two sentences. I'm like, Jesus, that's just too short. Um, so Earn Alliance is going to be the ultimate Web3 game aggregator. Um, is is because we still have a lot of work to do. We are in alpha. We take every tweet, every Discord announcement, every Twitter space, and hopefully including this one, and we put it into a feed. We have 2,400 games that we aggregated. We create custom videos like Netflix-style Hover your mouse over it, see some content. It's awesome. Screenshots, categorization, all that jazz. So we're pretty much trying to uni unify the Web3 game industry and make it easy to consume. We are got a lot of awesome partnership announcements with Pokestarter, but I'll stop there. But we also do a bit of news on our end, and we have a lot of content writers writing about games with over 400 posts. And we're going to aggregate Web3 game markets. So we're going to make sure that you can find every game NFT that exists in a single app. So that's a bit about Earn Alliance. It would appear my co-host can either not unmute or is not currently here to unmute. So I will continue and you'll get my energy as the energetic and flamboyant, I assume, twin. So the next question I have to follow up about that is, how has Earn Alliance adapted to the way the space has been changing? Like, um, I don't know if you said then how long you guys have been around, but... 
basically anyone that has been around for, I guess, more than three months is always having to be adapted. And I know you guys have been around longer than that. So what have you guys been doing to try and adapt and move with how the space changes? As we know, everything in Web3 crypto moves at least dog years faster than normal stuff. Yeah, no, I totally hear you. I'll try to give you a genuine answer around that. So like this all started with a bit of wine and sitting on Reddit and looking up and reading about the Axie Infinity Guild system back September 2021. That's where the that's where it all started. I had no clue what this community, what probably everybody here is in this room is, you know, understands of Web3 gaming. That was zero existence, zero knowledge, zero information about what the space was. And I've been in the game industry for a long time. I built a lot of games done a lot of downloads. So this was like a very awesome thing. So what happened was I posted on Reddit a guild application to recruit people to play Axie Infinity with our crew. And we had like a whole trainer system and we created a guild of 350 people within 60 days. It was insane. And then we also wanted to get analytics and understanding about like how are those game assets performing and how are the people playing Axie Infinity. So that's pretty much day 60 of like this entire space so what that involved too is that i'm an engineer by trade at the beginning and i love data as a product manager and a product person i just wanted to understand everything about the assets of axie infinity and how are people performing within our community so we started creating a bunch of tools and we created a dashboard and we didn't just do it for ourselves we released it to the world for free and that was called earn management that's how we started november 2021 and it has all evolved into after realizing with the accident, you know, Axie Infinity Assets, of course, are not performing as well. This space has hundreds of games that are awesome right now. Um, this is all have pretty much evolved into step zero, which is how do we build a Web3 game industry? Like, because we're excited about it, but it's not here yet. We need more games. We need more gamers. We need more people, but it's not here yet. So that's where we took a step back. We created an alliance and we essentially created a platform to discover Web3 games. Um, the next step is, of course, getting the data, being able to understand NFT assets that are minted, being able to understand markets, be able to understand in-game assets that, you know, that might exist that are off-chain. Um, so we have a lot of cool stuff coming up, but that's kind of our origin story and how we evolved into uh, who we are today. That's um, a fantastic origin story as well. And I really like the idea of that you just started as a guild and then tools weren't available for you to see the necessary analytics you needed. So you're just like, okay, it doesn't exist. I'm going to make it exist. All of you can use this because I've made it and it's great. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good way to come up. Um, before we move on to more about what you guys are doing and what we're doing with you and all that, as for guilds in general, like you guys started as a guild, bringing people in to play Axie and that, do you think guilds can survive now as a guild? Or do you think all guilds need to have like um, a pivot as well as being a guild to themselves? I love this question. Um, I don't want to give a definite answer that guilds will be gone because for me, this world is going to be competitive. And the way that I like to look at it is that I joined making StarCraft maps and making kind of, you know, money by modding games 
at a young age. So I found my passion and I found really cool people online to work together. And what I saw from the Axie Infinity communities is people became engineers, people became social media managers, people became artists, people became maybe somebody that found their passion. And that's what I really loved about this space, um, period. Like that's that's actually why I'm here, period. Um, but in terms of guilds, how I looked at it when I first started seeing it as, as in the Axie Infinity world as a guild manager is that I was able to become an esports manager, an esports investor, an esports owner, similar to how people say like, "Oh, I own this team in basketball." Um, no, it was like not. It's not about the ego. It's about literally. I love this game. I want a hundred people to compete together, and I want to win as a team. Like that sounds really cool. Um, so uh, there's this competitive edge that doesn't have time to play games. But I have the money to invest and I have this interest in that particular area. That's where I think guilds will continue to live. And I think you can think of it as like mini league esports. Um, I hate calling it mini league because I bet you there's going to be millions of dollars up for Annie up here. But I'm just saying it's going to be you don't have to spend $10 million up front to go play Valorant on the stage like you can now. So I think guilds will will persist. My my question is, do we think single player games will have earning or asset based economies? And that's where I'm not sure, you know, where 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 this world's going to go. Yeah, I like the uh, the last part of your question uh, with your final question and final thought. There. I'll come on to that after I get to my first thought of what you said. I like the answer that you're giving there because a lot of people when you ask this they're just like no guilds are dead and then you kind of remind them guilds still exist for web 2 games as well like <laughs> do people forget that they do exist outside of web 3 they just have i don't know i would call it a different mission statement something that they're trying to accomplish that is different because when people think of guilds in this space they only think of mass extractors bringing in as many bodies as possible to play a game and extract as fast as they can and they don't remember that guilds just started out as like a group of people playing together and it just so happened that it did become a convenient way to pull everybody together to extract from whatever was hot at the time um I would like to see them for single player games. Personally, myself, I am a massive PVE player. Uh, my favorite game to play is Seven Days to Die and RimWorld. And I play them solo, friendless as I has ever been. So I really hope there is space in, the, in this space for us solo lone wolves that just don't really have any friends. So we just got used to doing PVE. So I do hope that does come through. Um, so yeah, I really like the way you're putting that, especially your part of helping the ones that came to you develop into something else. Like you said, you were making Starcraft maps and then people that came into Earn Alliance have branched out and they're doing this, that and the other. I think that's how a lot of us ended up here. That's how I ended up here from doing marketing for crypto to suddenly being on a game project and then weaseling my way into polka starter by just telling them i am their messiah so yeah i do like the uh, the origin stories that we're building out so there's people in here that will know that we're going to be talking about badges badges what are they good for is the it's all i've got written for my next question so hopefully that's a good question for you because i'm confused as why i wrote it down that way <laughs>
I don't, I don't. Sorry, man. I don't. Need, oh, wait. What's what's a badge? Oh, I, I, let me look at my notes here. One sec. One sec. I got this. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's it's crazy. So let's talk about it. So first of all, like hands down here is Pokestarter and Earn Alliance have the same mission. We're we're all working on building what we believe is the Web three game industry. Whatever that means to everybody in this room. It, it might be a different perspective, like it might be a passion, it might be love, it might be money, it might be fun. Like it, there's all kinds of different feelings that can come from this industry and it will evolve over time. But the key thing here is I love groups, communities, startups, businesses who are willing to collaborate in a space when it's young and not worry about competition. And I love what PokerStart is doing with the news, the information, the questing, and the launching that they've done over the last few years. Like that's helped us and get us to where we are today. And we're doing very similar things over here. And we want to make sure that we continue that momentum as an industry. So just wanted to call it out. Super stoked to be working together. I think we're both doing very similar things, and it's going to make this place awesome. So in terms of badges, we have a badge ecosystem within Earn Alliance. And when you get a badge, it means that you have supported the Web3 game industry in some way. And what we do is we reward gold every week. And gold gives you access to the 10,000 plus NFTs that we've acquired within our treasury and a chance to win them. You also have a chance to win our token, which will allow you to vote will allow you to get more NFTs in the futures for NFT launch pads. There's all kinds of different benefits that will come over the time. But long story short is that you get a weekly allowance of awesome goodies on Earn Alliance. Um, there's a bit of, you know, like future features that are coming uh, about badges I'd love to chat about. But that's the basis of it is that you get long-term rewards here. And we're all about supporting the Web3 game industry. Yeah, that's great to hear. And I do like the projects that are more about right now. It's the, what's that one to do with ships? The tide raises all ships or whatever that old trope that people love to go to. Right now, I think we're early enough that we can all work together. Maybe down the line when we do have more of a larger adoption, we can all start becoming nice and cutthroat and throwing each other under the bus. But Right now, there's not really enough people to warrant that behavior, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I love the idea of what you guys are doing with the badges and rewarding people for participating. Um, it leads nicely into my next question, almost as if I planned these questions in this order on purpose. What a great host I am. So with yourselves and ourselves, obviously, we started as just communities and then we built something. There is something there that then can support other communities along with our own. So like we've got our site as well, where people go for news, that sort of stuff. You guys are doing your badge system. You've got all your other things you mentioned earlier of like hovering over to see a quick brief bit of a game, that type of thing, Netflix style, which also is a fantastic idea. Um, love to hear it and see it. Um, but how do you see projects like Earn Alliance that have started as community then they have built something that can benefit other communities. How do you help? How do you see them helping cross-pollinate to these different communities that are maybe using your tools, using your platform, using your features? Yeah, definitely. So we actually, 
this is like the number one question I've been answering lately, and I'll give you guys the transparent stats. So a majority of games that we work with, we do NFT mints. So that means like, you know, thousands of people from um, War Legends, as an example, that we did in June, um, came to our platform and they minted the NFT. 52% of those users that came from that platform also minted another NFT and 36% of the, you know, total users that came from War Legends minted two or three or four NFTs from other games. So we're definitely, what I would say is helping people understand that you're, there's many interesting NFT Web3 game opportunities out there. And today it's about supporting them. It's not about competition. It's not about you know, is this your favorite game or that favorite game? Because, you know, people play multiple games all the time. And it's about, we believe in this industry and how can we make sure that when they need help, when they need visibility, we can support them. And that's what we're happening, um, essentially trying to do. And it starts with a mint. It starts with a like on Twitter. And it starts with retweeting. It starts with joining the Twitter space. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's super early and we definitely think we're cross pollinating gamers or game web three fans. Um, there's also bots. There's also, you know, thousands of other people that would be considered speculators. Happy to chat about those too. Um, but we definitely have the data that we're cross pollinating games together. That's um, really impressive to hear. And it's nice and refreshing to have people be able to give me numbers. Um, a lot of the numbers I'm handed in my line are either, are you sure those are the numbers? They don't seem real or we can't disclose the numbers to you. So <laughs> I'm glad that we're going to actually have some numbers that are a proof that this cross-pollination does take part. I personally think it is definitely going to happen. You touched on it slightly there of gamers can't just say they have a favorite game. I mentioned two already of Seven Days to Die and RimWorld. And they are wildly different <laughs> in how they play. So neither are my favorite game because it depends how I am. And then on top of that, it's Dota 2. I watch that religiously. I'm currently watching the season at the moment for all three regions of China, um, North America and EU. That's like hours and hours of content. But I wouldn't say Dota was my favorite game either. So I think it's a great point that people really do need to grasp onto. You don't need to maxi out on one game. And I think that happens a lot in this space. And personally, if anything, it scares away newcomers as well. Because you don't want people maxing out on the game. You're slightly critical or you don't align with their, this game is rose-colored glasses, perfect. And then you just get hate on for no apparent reason just for not having it as your favorite game. So you mentioned in there, it starts with a like, it starts with a retweet, it starts with coming to this space. How do you think Web3 in particular helps create social connections? Like I've been playing all these games that I've name dropped already for Web2. I'm not in any of their discords. I don't think I've spoke to anybody that plays these games that wasn't already a friend of mine, obviously outside of Dota because I get forced to play with four people on my team. But all the other games I play, I'm not in discords, I'm not on their Twitter, I'm not socializing with other people that play this game. So in your opinion, how is Web3 changing this and making this different? Because I am definitely in too many discords now that I'm doing Web3. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. And I, 
very similar conversations happening over here and um, just as an ethos of the industry. And we thought about it and I might be sounding crazy right here, but as gamers, um, let's just say before Web3, we were never in game communities. We were never in discords of game communities, unless you're like hardcore, like wanting to be a part of it. But I would say a majority of gamers are within their own Discord private communities of their friends, of their people that they met online through other games. And they're talking and they're sharing and they kind of got their own niche. And I mean, let's just say it's introverted. Let's say it's not. It doesn't matter. But long story short, I would say is the majority of gamers that I know are in their own private gigs. And that's where the magic's at. And when we do game tests for like Last Remains, which is a game that we're publishing right now, sometimes the users within that game test actually branch out to their own discourse. They're like, hey guys, super stoked to kill you, but I'm going to go hang out with my friends in my discord. I'll see you guys in an hour or whatever. So long story short is I'm trying to say is that I think we're all kind of grouped up in our own things. And I think what's important today, and I would say is a trend, a real-time trend, real-time alpha of what's happening in the last two to four weeks is that there's a ton of playable games that have not launched an NFT before, and they're out there. They're on Google Play, they're on the App Store, they're on Epic Games, and they haven't launched an NFT before, but they're Web3 games, and they will launch an NFT and I've been playing some of those games, and those games have been pretty cool. I wouldn't say that they're like, oh, man, you got to go play this. It isn't like uh, if you, you followed, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, man, I'm like totally losing the name right now. But it's, anyways, when it comes to me later, I'll, I'll definitely name drop it. The long story short is that there's like a PUBG or an Agar.io or like a new genre. We haven't seen that in Web3 yet. But there's definitely playable games today. And I think people in this room might not even know about some of these games that are playable. And that's what's the problem, is that there's a lot of games that are out there right now that are playable, that are good, that we don't know about. We need to discover them. We need to support them. And next year is where we might find our favorite game. Uh, The game I was thinking about is called BattleBit, which is like massively successful right now. And it took three people, three to four years to build that game. It's a small crew. And that is one of those magical moments of the game industry of these like beautiful games that actually like go viral. We are going to have to wait for that to happen in Web3. Yeah, you made, again, some fantastic points. And I know I always say this in response to what a lot of people say, but it's to keep my memory in check so I can address them one at a time when it comes back to my turn to speak. But you made the point of people are with their own friends. Until I started working in Web3, I was in two Discord servers. I had a moderately okay Minecraft channel that I was in the Discord for, my own channel. And then I had a channel called Big Lads that was with all of the people I had met in Australia that played Dota when I lived in Australia. And that was the two Discords I was in. Uh, And those are ones I still go and hang out in more than I would say the 200 plus game ones I have. One good point you touched on there, and I think people lose sight of this a lot, is discovery of games. 
like there are all these games now that are on epic steam google and apple that haven't quite done their web3 part yet they haven't done an nft they haven't done their token they've not done that part they've just released as a game which personally i think is a better way around than to do your nft then hide it and then try and go to these places um but people forget that discovery is hard like i've played battle bit that had to have broken free of the indie sphere to then be discovered like a lot of games i play are not triple a they are indie games but they are the top level of indie games the ones that have already broken free of the slurry of games that get pushed out on steam they're ones that are already popping up to the user and you can already see that's a problem for the whole industry i feel rather than just web3 exclusive of not being able to get your game discovered like you could release a normal game with nothing to do with the hated blockchain and you could still really struggle to get your game discovered like i think people miss out on that because there's thousands of games out there everyone loves to break games and it can become quite easy now i've been dabbling in blueprints for unreal engine and can make stuff in that and i'm a potato so before i start monologuing and losing track of that the idea of you guys giving out these badges do you see people flexing these badges as well as something that is also linked to like social proof and saying yeah i managed to do x y and z for an alliance look at this cool badge i got this makes me wicked sick or is it more of like the personal thing that people get to each other because i know omar from our lot loves to flex all the old playstation trophies he used to get yeah yeah definitely so all, all of our badges are handmade um we want to make sure that they come from our Earn alliance brand quality anything that you would imagine um so i'm i'm i and the company is very proud of every badge that we come together with so if people are flexing that, that's awesome. And that would be like an aftermath of just our love that we put into the badges. Um, in terms of me personally, as like a founder and ethos of the company, um, I'm not an achievement person. Um, and I think it takes an achievement person who wants to collect all the badges or like be a collector uh, to, to love this particular feature. But we built it for that, that group of people. And, uh, and I'll just add to it. Um, a feature is going to come in the next few months where if you decide to leave the Twitter following or leave the Discord um, space uh, or, or server and stop supporting the missions that were required to achieve a badge, uh, it will actually die off. You won't get any more benefits from that badge every week in their Alliance ecosystem. So our, our badges are going to be very deep in the ethos of supporting and continuing to support the Web3 game industry. Um, so that's a bit of a background on like my personal take on badges and and what they are today. Um, and the, I would say in the near term, it's definitely going to be about uh, like supporting game communities and supporting them in deeper ways. There will be multiple tiers. There will be a multiple tier badge for um, for Polka Starter. And uh, and essentially, you'll have to do more to achieve greater rewards and greater, um, even just the, the badges look a lot cooler um, for supporting a particular community. Um, so that's how we look at badges. 
Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I love the idea of a decay mechanic where you need to maintain this badge to keep this badge. You don't just get this badge and it stays pristine forever. If you don't nurture and care for this badge, it's going to decay away and you're no longer going to have it. It would be amazing if somehow you could program that into your metadata that the badge gets rustier over time as you're neglecting it and force people to see what they are doing to this poor badge that they're no longer participating for. Yeah, you're saying, but that's man, just that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So sticking with badges, um, I've got in air quotes here the, the term real gamers. I'm going to clarify before I get to that part in my question. A real gamer is anybody that picks up and play any game for it could be a minute. That's a real gamer. You've successfully gamed. But I have no other all-encompassing word that's going to be able to dis... Um, man, where's my words gone? Make it clear that I am speaking about people that are actually playing a game. I don't mean a real gamer as you lost, lost 18 years of your life every, um, every day to Warcraft. I just mean someone that is going to play the game and isn't just watching from the sidelines. So with the badges, do you think this could help combat bots by highlighting, here it is, real gamers? Or how do you see this potentially working into something like that? Awesome. Yeah, so in the coming 60 days on our alliance, we're going to be asking for not only data uh, for achieving badges, um, but proof of like like being a gamer and referring gamers. So we have a pretty big... Uh, airdrop token campaign coming up about refer if you could refer a gamer which means somebody with a lot of steam games a lot of steam games played a lot of people that installed games on their mobile phone people that have played um, league of legends played fortnite on epic games um, you name the big ones we're going to cover it and and that's going to we're going to try to prove uh, that you know, there are gamers in the space and we're going to help pe incentivize people to refer gamers to discover the space. Um, so those are the two things that we're working towards. Are you, are we going to do it in a public way? I would say people unfortunately are sensitive to data. So do they want a public profile on Facebook that says that they played 17,000 hours on Counter-Strike? I don't think so. So that's, you know, that's going to be an option. Um, so, so the data will be anonymized publicly. You will never be able to actually give your data out. And people will give you opportunities on that data. So the last thing I'll mention is, like, let's say Shrapnel is interested in people who play third-person or first-person shooters. And they might give you a whitelist opportunity of being the first thousand people to get their next mints or next early access because you connected your Steam data or your Riot Games data or your you know, League of Legends data, uh, whatever it is, right? I, I meant Epic Games. So, yeah, long story short is that that's, that's where we're heading. Um, badges will help with data and targeting and, and hopefully in a way that uh, people are comfortable with. 
it's great to hear that you're given the option to opt in to show your data and not show your data. I know some people can be very sensitive about it. I I guess I could be sensitive about showing some of the hours I've um, wasted, let's call it, in some of these games that, were, that are pushing some very big numbers. And maybe I would like to hide those, um, especially in a space that is linked to crypto as well. And we know what people are like about their, de their data getting anywhere. So, yeah, that's a very nice thing to have included in there. And I think that will do fantastic. I like the idea of, um, I guess I'd call it gamer proof. For if you want certain types of gamers to be your beta tester, if you've got like this gamer proof of, yeah, he's wicked sick on first person shooters. Look at his hours he's got in all these games. Look at all the games in his library, that sort of thing. I think that is a fantastic system and it's something people should be implementing more often. I feel a lot of people are wasting some of their time in the betas by opening up to everyone. I love the idea of exclusive, um, like inclusivity. So everyone is included, but some of these testers are not going to be as versed in the genre or something like that so potentially might be giving you feedback that someone who is versed in the genre wouldn't consider an issue which is a double-sided sword in my opinion because yes you want it accessible to everyone but you can't really dumb down certain genres for example uh real-time strategy if you had to dumb that down for everybody it would no longer be real-time strategy it would just be real time so I do like the idea of having that sort of data to back things up and give it the proof. My next question, um, we are on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it wants to call itself now. I'm not calling it X because I will sound ridiculous. Um, so with so many mints, do you think there are more people out there that are quiet on Twitter or just aren't on Twitter? Um, compared to what we see in our tiny little echo chamber that we are involved in. For sure. Um, like, we have, we, we debate here at Earn about how do we connect with our users. And you might want to send out a tweet, you might want to send out a Discord announcement, but the unfortunate fact is those two announcements um will probably be read by less than 5% of the actual users that are using your, your product. And the closest thing in, in the superpower of mobile games um, or apps in general is push notifications. And that's why we built a mobile app recently and in order to connect and re-engage with people. And... Um, and that's, I mean, yeah, beg to differ, man. If you, uh, First of all, I, I disabled all notifications other than Earn Alliance and my calendar. <laughs> so I don't get notifications because they, they I mean, I, I felt like a slave to them once upon a time. So, I mean, notifications is, is a, a battle. But the second thing is when you release a new thing in a product, um, you kind of need to onboard them and let them know, you know, hey, this has changed. This is how you can do this. This is how you can do that, et cetera. Um, so I think communities and users, and it's this, the scary thing about building a product, is that product managers and people who are building companies are watching you use your app and you use it through data. And 90% of those users don't post a review they don't, you know, join a community and they don't tweet. They just love your app for what it is and they hate your app for what it is. And we have to look at data um, to kind of talk to you 
and also understand if you like what we're doing. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's a total deep product manager, you know, perspective. Um, but that's how I look at like connecting with audiences. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic idea as well of just using the data and you can't always go off what is front facing and super visible straight away. I know, for example, when I first moved into this space, um, the guy that I was working for at the time told me, get Twitter, be on Twitter, be active on Twitter. And I was like, why? Pointless. So I never was. I was just an observer for, I think, like the first nine months of having this Twitter account. And then I started becoming active and turned out this guy was right. Um, but I can imagine there are plenty of people that don't ever make that change and are just lurking, you could say, and they're using your app, they're using Bird app, they're looking at all these things, but they're not actively engaging. So unless you are the product owner, it will be very hard for you to ever see the data to verify that these people exist as they're basically ghosts. But yeah, I think that's fantastic. Next thing I'm going to move on to is... Um, there is an event happening between PGG and an alliance. And to make this even more realistic, let's pretend that I've spent the last two or so weeks going in and out of hospital and don't really know what's going on. <laughs> so I will allow you to explain to me what the event is and what is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to keep it simple, there's going to be a quest on PGG. And you're going to be able to follow that quest just like you have quested. And if you haven't quested here from the Earn Alliance community, you're going to learn how to quest through PGG. And that quest is going to teach you a bit about Earn Alliance and what do we do? What are our core loops? What you know? How could you get involved? How you could you could support games? And um, and that's going to be the first stage of the quest, which will earn you a badge on Earn Alliance. And that's where we stop for stage zero. And then there's going to be some awesome rewards. You know, I might, you know, let George, you know, announce the official notes, hopefully. But um, long story short is that we do plan on doing a multi-tier badge system with PGG where you can continue to interact within our platforms and help support each other and help support the Web3 games and get more rewards along the way. <laughs> so uh, as for those official notes my hypothetical of me going in and out of hospital for the last two weeks not quite as hypothetical as i made out i do not know so hopefully og is going to drop some notes for me to say towards the end of this <laughs> so i can let everybody know what type of rewards are going to be there all i know is that it's going to be an ongoing thing between earn alliance and polkastarter gaming which i am happy to be involved with as i think it's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to get to see a lot of people coming in so as we come towards the end of this, I know everybody's probably getting tired of my upbeat energy and my rosy sunshine. What things do people have to look forward to for Earn Alliance within the next three to six months? Sorry, lost the, the mic there. Um, so three to six months. Uh, so first of all, big campaign. We are bringing together the universe of Twitter, the universe of Discord, the universe of people who love, you know, speculating slash being enthusiasts within the space. Uh, people who used to be in the Axie Infinity space. doesn't matter where you come from. If you're hearing this now, if you're interested in this space, 
our main goal is that we're going to be dropping 15% of our token allocation to people who majoritarily refer gamers with Riot Games like Playtime on League of Legends, on TFT, on Valorant, on Fortnite, or any game on Epic Games, mobile games, people that installed awesome stuff that actually is on mobile because, you know, majority of us are mobile, even though I'm not a big mobile gamer. And then, of course, Steam games. So if you can refer people who have games and can check out our platform and see what games are available here, they'll be getting a piece of our airdrop. Um, and that's 150 million tokens. So it's a lot. Um, the second piece is that we're doing a 7... Okay, wait, 10, 11, 12, 13... I think it's 13 or 14 mints back-to-back within Polygon, Binance, Immutable, ZKEVM. So we're doing a massive mint marathon of being able to go play a game, and if you complete the task, you can then mint the NFT that they're giving out. So that's coming out very soon. It's going to be announced very soon. We're going to be at Token 2049. We're going to have an awesome place called the Builder's Playground. I'll be posting a tweet about it again very soon. going to be fun if you're going to be there in Singapore. At the end of the year... We're going to be doing a lot of esports competitions around Last Remains. We're going to be releasing it for early access. And of course, we're going to be promoting, hopefully, passing 3,000 games in the Web3 game industry. We're currently at 2,800, so so let's pass that 3,000 mark. Awesome. Sounds great. And I shall be in Singapore. So hopefully I will get to see what you guys are up to there and get all the photos I need for the content. I have been passed some official notes to do with the rewards and such. Uh, Watch out over the next few days. Super exciting stuff. You don't want to miss out. Badges, tiers, prizes, all the goodies. Sound excited. There we go. That is what my official notes are. So for anybody that needs to keep track of the stuff you are doing over all of this time, what is the best place they can be keeping up with what an alliance is doing? I think Twitter is uh, probably the best spot. So go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Um, If you want to get a little more involved, go to the Discord uh, server and check out announcements and of course just peek at us and in general we're pretty lively there and um man i just you know the thing is the rewards have changed so much in the last two weeks i want to say what it is and it's it's super exciting and i feel like we not we might need to bring jose up on stage i know he's the guy that probably has the most information (laughs) so i feel like we need to say what it is because it's gonna be i I think it's gonna be big i hope it's gonna be big if it's not gonna be big i'm gonna make it big so (laughs) maybe we can uh, see if jose wants to join up to announce the rewards yeah, um, certainly can. If they want to request, I can let them up briefly before I close up uh, this show. I know OG gave me the just wait type information, but if you've got a guy out there that's got some hype behind him to say the rewards or her, I guess, we'll give them a moment. Yeah, I saw, I saw yeah, Jose there we go. give a little thumbs up. Thing. Okay, one second. Yeah, I'm, I'm working with one arm at the moment, so let me try and do this. Use your toes, man. Use your toes. <laughs> uh, Jose Martinez, an ally. There we go. 
I have approved you. Let's see if it does anything. If not, we might have to miss out. <laughs> okay, I'll try again. One sec. Please, Bird App, allow me the privilege to approve this person. Okay, it looks like it might not be allowing me to as co-host. It just keeps doing nothing. Uh, Moss, if you are behind main account, can you try and allow Jose to come up? I will give him a mere moment and we will fill the time with me speaking to myself, perhaps. <laughs> Otherwise, we may have to miss out and everybody can just stay tuned. Hey, there we go. Welcome. Santa has come. Santa has come, man. Let me know what's up. I bring lots of goodies. We have a great campaign coming and we have a PlayStation 5. We're going to do a giveaway. What? A PlayStation? Dude, are you sure? I thought it was going to be a fake PlayStation 5. Is, is it a real one? It's a real one and also NFTs and also things for uh, improving your badge. So it's not only one winner, it's going to be plenty of winners. And the PlayStation 5 is going to be sick. Fantastic. Thank you for coming up and dropping that big news for us, Jose. I know there's more to come as well from our side and throughout the whole campaign. So you guys who are listening now, live or listening in the future, make sure you take part in what we've got to do. Do either of you have any final words before I go into my ultra energy monologue to close out? Ultra energy? I don't know about that. But yeah, long story short is thank you so much for having us. Super stoked that we're going to be doing this badge together and the questing together. I think the next 12 months, um, I would say even nine months of the Web3 game industry is going to be extremely exciting. Hope everybody in the room believes that as well. If not, keep an eye out. Pokestarter, Earn Alliance, we're going to be reporting and showing all the latest and greatest in the space. And hopefully we're all going to be supporting it together. So um, I'm super stoked, and I can't wait to see what we do together. Awesome. Okay, so yes, it's been fantastic to have you up here, Coop, throughout, and it was fantastic to have you up for the very last part there, Jose, to announce some fantastic rewards. Make sure if you are listening to this live and you maybe missed the beginning, you can go over to a number of podcast locations such as Amazon, Google, thanks to Sandbox on our team, iTunes, and also... Spotify, that is the fourth one. I managed to do all four this week. I am great. Make sure you go over and check out everything that Earned Alliance is doing. You don't have to just do it because they're working with us. You need to do it because they're doing something fantastic for the space. So make sure you check out pogstarter.gg for any news, reviews, guides, and questing. We have some active quests going along at the moment. Also, there is huge news coming from myself and our team as of the 7th. So you need to make sure you're keeping your eyes peeled and notifications on to find out what are these guys doing uh we are going to be at token uh, 2049 so you guys will get to see lots of photos and pictures of what is going on there if you're not fortunate enough to make it as always big thank you for all of you that have come out live to listen to us speak mainly to the guest and then me indulging myself in excited monologues and just spinning around in my chair like a child until next week i'll see you all then and goodbye